0: eat and learn. I'm Sam Shockley.
1: And I'm Patrick Barney. And our title says it all. Travel, because we believe the world is a book and those who do not travel only read one page.
0: Eat, because we believe the best way to experience a city, state, or country is to eat with the locals.
1: And learn, have fun while you learn about cultures and customs of the people you meet all over the world well sam you remember our show last show okay oh, michael monge sang two great songs for us and he took the opportunity to sign a dvd for us and um so we want to give this away the first person to email us with their name and address so we know where the senate will get this free cd From Michael Monge and it's all his favorite songs from the 50s. If those of you who remember it, those of you don't, it'll be nostalgic. Emails and address, first one gets this free CD.
0: I like one, six, and nine the best. All
1: right Sam, well today's show is all about trains and you've got a schoolmate that's going to tell us about it.
0: I am. Mitchell Markovitz, he in the sixth grade, invited me to his front porch stoop, and I saw a pen and ink drawing like a 50-year-old would do. He is so such a talented artist. I can't believe it. I am so thrilled to be able to present him. Now, he has been contracted by many places to do their trains in artistic ways. And We have, we are thrilled to have some of the, just a tip of the iceberg of pictures to show you. And Mitchell Margovitz, you're on. Isn't he cute?
1: Uh, it's amazing. <laughs> I consider uh, Mitchell the Norman Rockwell of trains.
0: The guy is brilliant. He did a stint uh, 40 years, to be exact, with Amtrak as an engineer. His love of trains goes deep. And he, he did the styling for all of the Amtrak uniforms. I'm impressed.
1: Well, Mitchell, thank you for letting us use your painting. And now it's time for travel news you can use. We always said it was all about trains. I'm going to tell you about four trains. We have some great trains in America that do, like, day, day, uh, daytime trips. They're not overnight, so They're daytime trips. And, of course, for me, they're all about food and wine. Now, the first one is the San Diego Tr- uh, wine train. Now this train goes up the coast so you have beautiful views of the Pacific Ocean and it stops at wineries. Oh, what more could you want? Wow. Seven <laughs> or more in one day and you don't have to drive. So the San, <laughs> seven Diego, more. Seven, oh the San Diego wine train is the one to go. Then of course most of you have probably heard of the Napa Valley wine train. This goes through the heart of Napa Valley. It runs twice a day. You can go up north for lunch from one end to the other, and then you come back for a dinner one. The food is exquisite. Of course, the wine is right there from Napa, and it's served in an elegant dining room area. Now, here's one you probably knew or didn't know about. The Grapevine Vinstish Railroad in Texas has a jazz and wine train. Now, where the hell is Grapevine? Well, it's a little northwest of Dallas, so it's kind of halfway between Fort Worth and Dallas, but north of the two. It it has several excursions during the year. You just missed the March one for the jazz one, but Google it and you'll see it's a great train. And then finally, if you want to go a little further south, there is the Tequila train. Now, this takes you from Guadalajara, Mexico, to the town of tequila, where tequila was invented. Go to the source, people. Now, the Mexicans, as I understand it, have been drinking a drink made out of of, of blue guavi for years. But it was the Spanish that came and said, hey, guys, this is a really nice, good punch. But let me show you how to distill it and they created the tequila we know today. So you gotta look at the tequila train. And there are also short-term trains in almost every state in the United States. There's even one in New Hampshire, Connecticut, Maryland, Pennsylvania. They all usually involve local scenes, local food, and in many cases, beer and wine. So remember, take the train, leave the driving to someone else, and enjoy the food and beverage. Sam, I think you have some great destinations to go by rail.
0: Make getting there part of the experience. We've all been seeing on the news all the tragic things that are happening on the airlines today. I have a friend, John Gilstrap, who If he can drive or take a train and get there within three to five hours, he's not taking a plane because it's gonna take you that long to get through all of the security, I swear. Uh, There are many, many uh, trains in the United States. Amtrak is one, Rocky Mountaineer, um, Yankee Holidays has tours. Now these people do day tours to Full week tours. They put you up in hotels, they show you, they give you tours, and it's wonderful. So leave the driving to them. <laughs> That's somebody else's line. When we were in Ireland, we went from Dublin to Galway. Now, what's so wonderful about this is you're, we had four people, so we had seats facing each other with a table in between. We could play cards, or talk, or whatever. Look out the window at the wonderful expanses of green fields, beautiful sheep slaying in the fields, those wonderful gazebos that they have over there that are attached to their houses. And what I really enjoyed was when you came into a station, they had Gaelic and they had English written and it was so quaint and adorable. Take the train if you're in Ireland.
1: Well, one of the things I want to mention on this and people may not know that, you know, a lot of people fly into Dublin and they want to spend most of their time in Western Ireland where all the scenery is and stuff like that. Well, you can get on the train at the airport, go across the country to Galway, then rent your car to see all the little places. Why rent a car and then drive over there on on their highways, their interstates if you don't have to? The train makes it very very pleasant and it's right there at the airport. Now, the second time we did it, we did rent the car, mainly before I discovered <laughs> there was a great distillery halfway between Dublin and Galway, which I wouldn't have gotten and if I was on the train. I
0: enjoyed it, I'll yes, tell you that. Yes, had great
1: lamb stew, if right. I remember correctly. Now,
0: when we took a river trip in France, we also took a train from Marseille to Arles, and this train was just beautiful. It had plush velvet seats. It had... Uh, plastic molded bathrooms now why I mention this is because sometimes when you're on Amtrak well let's put it this way my information goes way back to my high school trip, and there was water slashing all that over the
1: bathroom. That was pulled by train <laughs> by mules at that time if it was high school yeah okay
0: Any- <laughs> anyway this is a wonderful train you can go upstairs you can get some food it's a beautiful train you look out and the scenery is beautiful. It was snowing when we were there. And the, it, you see the Mistrals. and if you don't know what mistrals are, they are winds that could knock you down. Anyway, that was a wonderful train trip. And the station in Paris, I mean the stations all over Europe are just beautiful. With the exception of the train station when we took it from prague to budapest we were in the train station i look up at the board and there's a train going to moscow i thought i would dry you didn't
1: have to get on it hun okay (laughs) where were you going
0: no we were going to budapest and this was an old train something back from world war ii i think and um I mentioned John Gilstrap before. He wanted to go on an overnight train, and so Patrick will accommodate any wish that you have. Put us on a train. All six of us got into the little itty-bitty room that was just about as big as the mattress and a sink, and we just had a ball. Uh, It was a very unique experience. Well,
1: yeah, I think we need to point out to him, you know, (laughs) that was about 2005, and... The the Eastern European countries hadn't really gotten their act together then. And at that time, the train went from Prague in in the Czech Republic through Slovakia to uh, Budapest in Hungary. But the Slovakians at that time did not have open borders. So first of all, they were using old trains from the 50s. Secondly, we were awakened at 2 in the morning as we went through the board by a gentleman with an Uzi that could say one word, passports, Okay, <laughs> which Sam luckily had in her hand as we were laying in bed. Today, however, they have modern trains. The train now from Prague to Budapest goes through Vienna, which is a beautiful stop on the way, and then on to Budapest. So it is worth doing. That's a great free city, Budapest, Prague, and Vienna. So don't miss that opportunity to do that by train.
0: We lived for in the greater Washington, D.C. area for 26 years. So we took advantage of Amtrak from Washington to New York City often. And we learned things as we went on and things that we can share with you. When you turn 65, you get to the front of the line. You can push all those kids and all those other people out of the way, and you go first. But we learned that with a tip you could take a red cap who will take your luggage on a gurney and take you down before they even open the doors, before they even call the train. And if you are smart and you don't have a family that wants to chat or talk or have cell phones or computers, you go to the quiet car where you can you whisper. And it is the most wonderful place on the train. I just loved knowing about the quiet car. And red caps. And when you're in Manhattan at Penn Station, and there are a million people, and they are running from this side to that side to this side, waiting for the board to go it is wonderful to be taken down the escalator before anybody even thinks about finding their gate.
1: I I have got to say a word about the red caps, Yeah. okay? Because, first of all now, they only exist in about five major cities on the Amtrak system. But they basically do their service for free, okay? Obviously, you're going to tip them. But the perfect thing is, they come and get you with your luggage 15 minutes before the train track is notified to the rest of the people. And like Sam said, they take you down, they you put you on a car that's probably empty, they get you seated, they put your luggage up on the rack, and the same thing when, when you leave. In these major cities, which I think is just New York, Washington, Chicago, uh, maybe San Francisco and LA, there's not too many of them left but it's a service that you need to to enjoy. And they just simply come up to you and say, it's time now to get your train. And you feel so great about
0: it. If you want to see the national parks or uh, you wanna go to Canada and see the, the beautiful, beautiful landscapes, take the train, take the time. Don't get pushed and shoved at the airport. It's a wonderful way to travel.
1: And as Sam said, you know, given the situations we have now and the amount of time it takes to get on and get off a train, or a plane, rather, the trains are, have a real advantage here. We're going to have our first travel partner, Spotlight, and it's Amtrak. This is something that they did uh, as a TV commercial, I think in the 80s, but what they're saying is true today. Let's take a look at this. Right oh, did it.
0: This is your captain speaking. We are 14th in line for takeoff. Beep, beep, beep. Looks like it's bumper to bumper on the interstate. No, sir. I gotta get to Cleveland. Should have skipped that second soda. Remove your belt, your watch, your shoes. I wonder what gas costs today. $7 for a pillow. An extra bag costs what? I hate traffic. The train is now arriving. The train has
1: arrived indeed. Amtrak. Enjoy the journey. The train is, it's got something going for it, people. It really does. Now, let's move into our second great two destinations concerning trains. I'm feeling spendy today. I'm feeling like we're, I, it's a time to do it first class. And we don't have to do something like this in the United States, even though the Amtrak does do overnight things, and you can sleep on it, you can get a dinner or a breakfast. It's nothing like these classic trains around the world. And the first, I'm going to talk about all three of them, then we have some pictures of it. The Royal Scotsman, the train that goes throughout Scotland, not only do you see beautiful scenery, but they stop and let you taste scotch all over the place, okay? So anyway, the Royal Scotsman is another one that is fantastic. Then, drop down to South Africa and the Blue Train, which basically goes from Pretoria to Cape Town. Now, originally the British wanted that train to go from South Africa to Cairo, but they never quite were able to pull it off through the entire continent. However, the blue train is 27 hours of just beautiful scenery, stops at wineries, stops at safaris, and meals, and that could just, ah, at service white time, I can't say enough about the blue train, South Africa. But if you want the grand dam of the whole thing, you've all heard about the Orient Express Originally, this plane, train went from London to Istanbul. It—they've made movies about Murder on the Orient Express. They've done it. I've been part of other movies forever and ever. This is the unbelievable. If you take the whole trip, which you still can do today, from London to Istanbul, six nights on the train, fourteen dinners and wine—it's about nine thousand dollars, but you are treated like a king during this time. Now you can pick it up and do little spots of it. You can take uh, Paris to Verona. You can take Venice to Istanbul. So you can break it up today. But there is nothing greater when it comes to classic upscale train travel than the Orient Express. Now I've put together a little composite for these three trains because they take you back to the golden age where class was always high class. Can you imagine, can you just imagine five, six days on a train like that where everything is just laid back, classic, perfect, I'm telling you. The
0: linens, the the silver. The linens, I mean,
1: the mahogany, the the furniture. I mean, these are the things that your grandparents would have died to participate in. And you can do it now for a mere anywhere from $2,000 to $10,000, Okay, depending upon what segments you're going on. I would love to do the Paris to Istanbul. I don't care what they say. I would love to do it, Sam. How about you?
0: Oh, God, I've always wanted to go on the Orient Express. There used to be a day trip. Uh,
1: Well, you can do London to Paris, okay? But again, you only get one meal and you don't have What I like about sleeping overnight is first of all you get three meals you get you drink all the time okay (laughs) happy hour is in the evening there's club cars they even have a club car like the old days that is basically liqueurs and cigars it's the only car on the train that you can still smoke today all the rest of the cars are non-smoking but they still have maintained the cigar and brandy car so to speak oh my god i mean that that's you know, I, I just, it's, it's something I think that's, and I'm, I'm anxious to see that, uh, to try the blue train too. The uh, trouble is of course, yeah, it's 14 hours on a plane to get to, to South Africa, so you might as well go down for two weeks and see a few animals too, while you're down there. There you go. There you go, okay, well Sam now, uh, anyway, we're big fans of train travel. Right. Okay, and we are wholeheartedly in favor of it, And
0: And this show has been brought to you by For More Travel.
1: Where you dream it and they make it happen on the rails.
0: And if there's anything that you've seen on this show that we would like, uh, that you would like, give us a call.
1: Yeah, we still have something to do
0: here. Oh, I know we do. I okay. just wanted to zip that in. Yeah, I know. You just wanted to zip that we've been in there. so exciting about trains, trains. I just like, want to make sure that people yeah, get on them.
1: We, and we can get you on those rails, okay? And I don't mean a cattle car. We can get you on with seats, okay? Anyway, listen.
0: <laughs> we're
1: doing our show a couple, 10 days before Memorial Day. Memorial Day will be over. So we want to take a full moment here and talk about Memorial Day, because this is this year, Monday, the 29th of of May. And we have a little um, video here on on Memorial Day, which was done by the military. The beautiful thing. Let's take a look at it. Well,
0: Oh, you screwed up.:
1: <laughs> We are so happy to say that that was Scott's fault.. Yeah! Okay? After that beautiful video, oh we, I simply wanted to remind everybody, but on the 29th of May, Memorial Day is more than just beer and barbecue. OK? We wouldn't be having that barbecue if it weren't for the men and women over the hundreds of years that have helped us remain free
0: nicely said
1: thank you and you are
0: (laughs) (laughs) and if you want to go to washington dc we can put you there too
1: (laughs) i am sam shockley
0: are we done yeah we're done already yes we are oh i liked it so much i didn't want to go i'm sam shockley
1: and i'm patrick barney and we'll see you next time where our show will be about summer fun. It may be only a, 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 a what do you call it, uh a, a taping a radio, because we're going to be <laughs> in bathing suits. So we'll, we'll see you in two weeks.